freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in here on the Red Future Radio Network. 35 days away from the most consequential day, at least at this point in my lifetime. November 8th, 2022, which is 35 days away, will determine the future of this country in every aspect. Whether we elect Herschel Walker to the U.S. Senate, Mehmet Oz to the U.S. Senate, J.D. Vance to the U.S. Senate, Blake Masters, Adam Laxalt to the U.S. Senate, will determine how we move forward. You can have your disagreements on specific issues with every candidate, as I do with every candidate. I I don't agree with any candidate in the races at all, 100%. But we need to unite behind our Republican nominees in federal races. The House and the Senate are too important to split the vote over. I'm being completely honest and from the heart when I say that. I wholeheartedly support, I actually put a a sign out, couple days ago for J.D. Vance, and I wholeheartedly support J.D. Vance. I wholeheartedly support Mehmet Oz, Herschel Walker, Adam Laxalt, Blake Masters, Ron Johnson, Marco Rubio, the list goes on. Because this country is too important to lose. The hit pieces are coming out flying faster than they ever have. They've attacked every Republican in Congress, every Republican running for Senate in some way or another. They said Mehmet Oz killed 300 dogs, for goodness sake. That was their attack at, is is Mehmet Oz killed dogs. Supposedly, Herschel Walker paid for an abortion. We'll talk about that. But no matter what, no matter where we stand at this point, it is too important over personal disputes to cause the Republican Party to lose 2022. 
and to lose 2024. We're going to talk about a lot today. we got a lot to get to, and I want to get to it as fast as possible for you and for me personally. This is Oztober, folks. We have Mimit Monday, which is yesterday. We have Tudor Dixon Tuesday, which is today. We had Mastriano Monday yesterday, and I believe next week is Majewski Monday. So we'll have to do something special for that. Oztober for Dr. Oz, Mastriano, Dr. Mastriano, or Dr. <laughs> Dr. Oz, for Senate, and I wholeheartedly support him no matter what the left says. Trump is in court, which I support him in every battle he fights, no matter what the left says at this point. And we have a lot to get to, so we want to get to that as fast as possible. To support the program, to keep us on the air on these 8 p.m. nights on Tuesdays and Thursdays, make sure you go right now to patreon.com slash gopjosh. Patreon.com slash gopjosh. Indicate that you support the program. Indicate you want to keep us on the air with as little as $3 a month. We wholeheartedly support that, and we appreciate our patrons. Um, Gen Z Patriot is one of our patrons, and we thank him bigly. All right, let's move on. So Trump, the president, the rightful president, is in court. He is suing uh, two different lawsuits, two different um, motions, I should say. One of which is suing CNN, claiming defamation, seeking $475 million in punitive damages. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has sued CNN for defamation on Monday, sending seeking $475 million in punitive damages and claiming the network had carried out a campaign of libel and slander against him. Trump claims in his lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, that CNN has used its considerable influence as a leading news organization to defeat him politically. CNN did not comment to Rutgers on the case. So we have here a news source with so much evidence of libel, so much evidence of slander, so much evidence of defamation that they have done to this man. That they have done to now a private citizen, even though he's the rightful elect- uh, winner of the election, a private citizen, Donald J. Trump, And he's suing them over it. And I wholeheartedly support Donald Trump in this lawsuit. The fake news media has got away with slander for too long. And they moved past Donald Trump. They start slandering slandering Jared Majewski and Herschel Walker and Mehmet Oz. They've gotten away with it for too darn long. I hope the court takes up this case. And I hope this court will rule in Donald Trump's favor. He is the winner of the 2020 election. Let's talk about what they talk about here. A 29-page lawsuit. CNN had a long track record of criticizing him, but had ramped up its attacks in the recent months because the network feared he would run again for president in 2024. As part of its concerted effort to tilt the political balance to the left, CNN has tried to taint the plaintiff with a series of ever more scandalous, false, and defamatory labels of racist, Russian lackey, insurrectionist, and ultimately Hitler, the lawsuit claims. The lawsuit lists several instances in which CNN appeared to compare Trump to Hitler, including a January 2022 special by the host Fareed Zakara that included footage of the German dictator. Trump, who won in 20, who in 2020 lost a re-election bid to Democrat Joe Biden, has not said whether he would seek re-election. In a statement, the former president said he would be filing lawsuits against other major media companies, quote, in the coming weeks and months, unquote, and that he could even take action against the congressional committee probing the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol from his supporters. Long overdue, President Trump. Long overdue. 
on January 21st, 2021, this lawsuit should have been formed and should have been sent. They have gotten away attacking a private citizen since January 21st, 2022 and attacking a president, a sitting president, with false information since January 20th, 2017. How have they gotten away with this for so long? Why has why have Republicans not stood up to him and stood up for him? I mean, frankly, folks, there has been no support by Republicans for Donald Trump outside of a few fringe in Congress. But why have Republican officials, why is every Republican in the Congress and in the Senate who was a lawyer not offering to provide legal help, provide counsel, and make sure this case is won? CNN has a lot of money. Trump has a lot of money. But this case can be won, and it can benefit more than just Donald Trump. It can benefit every American. Every person that Trump or or that CNN or MSDNC has labeled an insurrectionist, labeled a racist, labeled a Nazi, labeled a, I don't know, insurrectionist, a, a Russian asset. This case, if taken up, and this lawsuit if taken up, will have detrimental impacts, good impacts, on our legal system, on our media system, and on personal accountability. The biggest thing on this program program I talk about is the lack of personal accountability. CNN, I can't tell you the last time that CNN has had any, 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 any sort of personal accountability. Every time that they have a story that runs that's bad, that's biased against Donald Trump or biased against a Republican, that person's fired and that's it. The media and the the account itself, actually, they're never hardly fired either. They just kind of sweep it under the rug. Jeff Zucker was the one who resigned, but that wasn't even because of his treatment of Donald Trump. They are not fair. They are not a fair and balanced news system as they claim to be. And it's time Republicans truly do something about it. It's time Trump truly does something about it because they've slandered him for way too long. And it's time Republicans fight back against their media tyrants. Why do you think that Samuel McGuire and I started Bread Future Radio? Why do you think I've been doing this sort of alternative media since 2020? Fake news in the radical left news or system, news cabal, has had an absolute dictatorship over media for too long, had an absolute power over what people hear and what people see and what people listen to and what people know for too long. It's time we fight back. I'm thankful Donald Trump is, and he's fighting back against the Mar-a-Lago raid as well. So we'll talk about that when we return here on The Conservative Crusader. GOPjosh.com is our webpage. To find all information about the program, about Red Feature Radio, is redfeatureradio.com. You can find a lot of information, valuable information on those websites. My social media pages, GOPJosh20 on Instagram and Twitter. GOPJosh on Facebook, Gab, Getter, Parlor, Telegram, and Truth Social. Follow me over there for all the information, but I primarily use Twitter. All right, we'll return here in a minute with the story about Donald Trump's other lawsuit or other case 
Um, Clinton supposedly starting another campaign. Hillary Clinton is supposedly starting another campaign. Elon Musk is still going to buy Twitter. We have news about the elections in other states with Senate and the governorships and everything else. When we return here on The Conservative Crusader, my name is UP Josh. Be right back after this. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader. Our phone line is open, 574-675-6747. Leave a voicemail or a text message. I completely forgot to mention, I was on, I was on a rant th- uh, during the monologue today, and I forgot to mention that we have a special guest coming on the program. Did I mention that, folks? Sandy Smith for Congress. She's running in North Carolina's 1st Congressional District. She is a, a Trump-endorsed Republican. The seat is only D plus five. It is easily flippable in today's um, market, in today's outlook. Easily winnable. I have a good feeling she's going to win it. We're going to talk to her about her chances, about whatever you want us to talk about. You can leave a voicemail for that program, 574-675-6747. Make sure it's in before tomorrow night, and we will ask the question to her. Also, my email, josh at gopjosh.com. You can send in a voice message through our anchor page, anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader. Scroll down to the message button. We've got a lot of news to get to, though, folks. So we're going to move on. All right. So Trump has asked the Supreme Court to intervene in Mar-a-Lago's special master dispute. Donald Trump on Tuesday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to partially reverse an appeal court decision that prevented the special master reviewing for privilege protections materials seized in the FBI or by the FBI for form his Mar-a-Lago resort in August. Also examining 100 documents with classified markings, the motion to vacate the ruling by the U.S. Appeals Court for the 11th District represents the former president's final chance to temporarily bar federal prosecutors from using the materials in their inquiry into whether he illegally retained national defense information. In their emergency request, lawyers for Trump argued that the appellate court lacked jurisdiction to intervene in the lower district court's decision that appointed a special master to review all seized documents, including those marked classified for privileged protections. The technical motion argued, among other things, that because the appointment of the special master was uh, procurable, oh, I cannot pronounce that word, and not an injunction, the decision to a, by a trial judge in Florida was supposedly not subject to interlocutory review, review by an appellate court at that time. So pretty much, Trump wants uh, clarification and to override what a lower court said about his Mar-a-Lago raid. And then he wants the Supreme Court to interject in that and get involved in that. And I hope they do. I mean, I don't want to say they have a personal bias for Trump or they have a personal, um, what's the word, need to help Donald Trump. But think of this. The justices that overruled Roe v. Wade would not be on the Supreme Court had it not been for Donald Trump. The Supreme Court justices that have banned vaccine or banned federal government vaccine mandates would not be on the court had it not been for Donald J. Trump. Everything that Trump has done to fight to either put them on the court or to just whatever, keep them on the court, stop them from being impeached because people hate Clarence Thomas and, well, he wasn't appointed by Trump, but you know what I'm saying. They should take up this case. This case is a completely reasonable case. It's completely rooted in fact, rooted in logic, rooted in the rule of law. And not taking it up would be a discredit to the people who fought so hard for them to be nominated. I mean, it truly would. 
I don't have much more to say about that until that case happens or they either take it up or they don't. So we will and can move on. But I wanted to mention that there. There should be some sort of mutual respect. I mean, just just take the case up, really. All right. Got some news about Hillary Clinton. Don't know if I want to talk about that, but we have to. I mean, <laughs> she, she's still in the media somehow. She's still in the news somehow, so we're going to talk about her. Yeah. Um. So So Hillary Clinton is setting up a 2024 presidential bid with the open borders critique of Biden. So the open borders critique she's running on, I think that's hilarious. I, <laughs> Hillary Clinton's biggest thing in 2024, or in 2020, 2016, I'm sorry, is that Trump's border policies are anti-American. He hates the immigrants because of his border policies, and we need to have open borders to make sure all the immigrants can come in here. I mean, her, her mom, pretty much Nancy Pelosi praises immigrants for picking the picking the crops i mean these people are are just so back and forth back and forth back and forth here i think i have the clip of pelosi right here uh play cut uh six yeah cut six we have a shortage of workers in our country and you see even in florida some of the farmers and the growers saying why are you shipping these Immigrants uh, up north, we need them to pick the crops down here. That's a real clip, by the way, from just uh, six days ago. Yeah, that's a real clip. Actually, four days ago. I'm sorry. Wow, my math is off today. All right, so there's that clip. I also think I have a clip of Hillary Clinton saying she'll never run for president again. Let's see if we can find that. Yes, it's 51 seconds long from CBS. It is cut, um, cut seven as soon as it loads in here. Here it is. President again? No, no. But I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we have a president who respects our democracy and the rule of law and upholds our institutions. What if Donald Trump runs again? He should be soundly defeated. It should start in the Republican Party. Grow a backbone. Stand up to this guy. So that's the uh, that's the New York Post music. There's several music New York Post. All right. So Hillary Clinton is dusting off her husband's playbook by criticizing the Biden administration's open borders policy to put herself in place him on a 2024 presidential run, veteran political commentator Dick Morris said in a new interview. Morris, as a former aide to President Bill Clinton, said Hillary is setting herself up to enter the race as a moderate choice for Democrats in two years for what would be her third shot at the White House. Uh, Morris told John Katz on WABC, I see more and more signs that Hillary is going to run. Uh, noting that she has been remarking that Americans do not believe in open borders. Yeah, that's true. That's why she lost in 2016 and why Biden lost in 2020. These are all signals that she's going to be the moderate candidate for president. She's going to say after the election, see the left wing left cost us the House and the Senate. If we stay with the left wing candidate in 2024, we're going to lose the White House. I'm the only one who will tack to the center and give us a chance at victory. Uh, he was aware of the strategy she's employing because it's a strategy I designed for Bill Clinton in 1992 when he won the DNC's nomination, Hillary is dusting off Bill's playbook that I wrote for him and applying it to herself this year. The former Secretary of State and Senator from New York during an interview on MSNBC last month called out Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for flying migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard, alleging the Republican was engaging in human trafficking. So many other, this is a quote, so many other Americans, I happen to believe still the majority of Americans, are good-hearted and generous when, when people end up on their doorstep in need, they're going to respond. They'll feed them and house them, and the kids in the AP Spanish class will let out of, will be let out of high school so they can go and translate. That's the kind of American spirit that we try to celebrate at the Glo- Clinton Global Initiative, 
Nobody wants open borders who has any idea of how government and countries work. That's hilarious. Let the kids in AP Spanish out of class to translate for all the migrants coming in via buses. Yeah, okay, what? Um, the article disappeared. I don't want to see... I accidentally clicked on a picture on New York Post and it just brought up a massive picture of Hillary Clinton. I never want to see that again. Um, so yeah. That's about the whole story. Hillary Clinton is trying to become the president of the United States again by primarying Biden or primarying Harris or primarying Pete Buttigieg or primarying Bernie Sanders, whoever's going to run. I believe she'll win the DNC primary if Biden doesn't run. I don't believe there's enough of the unvulnerable or the vulnerable, I'm sorry, um, Gen Z that will say, oh, Hillary Clinton, she seems like a good candidate. She seems like a terrible candidate because she lost last time. I don't think there's enough of those out there. And I really genuinely, truly believe that if Hillary Clinton ran and won the DNC nomination, I mean, Donald Trump's going to win the 2016 or the 2024 Republican nomination. If she was to run again in 2024, I, I think we need Rush Limbaugh back on the air somehow. Bring up old videos of him with his or old uh, clips of him with his chaotic primary or his, or his uh, Operation Chaos for the DNC primaries and get Hillary Clinton on the ballot. I mean, there's no way at this point, as it stands on October 4th, 2022, that Hillary Clinton has a chance at the White House. I think she'd win the Dem, Dem primary pretty easily if Biden doesn't run. But no way does she win. No, absolutely Positively, no way does she win the White House after she runs for the DNC nomination. People have to see it through. People have to say, well, she says good things now. She says she's not open borders. She's not that bad. She's better than Biden. And uh, maybe she'd be better than Biden. But currently, possibly, how, how in, is there a possibility that Hillary Clinton is anti-open borders and anti-immigrant? She's not our gal, folks. And the fact that she thinks she's prominent enough and important enough to run for president again just shows you how dumb she really is and how dull she really is. Truly. She's not a genius. She's not a smart person. She's not a serious candidate for 2024. And she never will be again. Her highest position ever will be Secretary of State, and she's going to stay down there. She's never going to be president. She never should be president. And Americans need to make sure she never steps foot in that White House again, not even as a guest to Biden. She should not be there. She would destroy this country worse than Biden already has. She'll lose bigly. Donald Trump will wipe the floor with her again unless they have another COVID. Unless they create another COVID in Wuhan. What's the Wuhan lab working on now, by the way? Does anyone know? Can, Can my producer get that for me? What are they working on now? Probably another COVID to keep Biden in the White House or to get Hillary Clinton in the White House. The fact that I'm still at this point in 2022 talking about a possible possible Hillary Clinton presidential run in 2022. Had I been doing this show six years ago, I, I'd be all on that because she she's the nominee at that point. Had I been doing this show seven years ago, I'd believe it. We are 35 days from the midterm elections and in turn two years away from the 2024 presidential elections. And Hillary Clinton is seriously being propped up as a serious candidate. Folks, we've got a lot to get to. We've got a lot, a lot to do to stop that 
from happening again. My name is GOP Josh, Red Future Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. You can support our sponsor, Anchor, anchor.fm, anchor.fm. And we will be right back after the break with some more news, some important news and great views here on Red Future Radio. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. I pay for all his health care And I buy everything he eats I provide him with a place to live Just to keep him off the streets But he just acts like he's entitled Even trying to unionize the cat Yeah, I say Probably the best song I've heard in a while. (laughs) I saw that the other day. And I couldn't believe that was real. It was phenomenal. It's a great song. Um, His name is Brian Lewis is the artist. I can't find any contact information. I was going to try to get him on the program. That is a phenomenal song. Um, I'll link it down below for the full video. (laughs) It's great. It's hilarious. So Oztober has begun with some pretty good news involving Twitter. Elon Musk, and we've talked about him on the program now and again, is still proposing buying the Twitter social media platform at $54.20 a share, leading regulators to halt trading. Musk made the proposal in a letter to Twitter executives according to a Tuesday report from Bloomberg. Share prices surged as much as 18% on the news. The offer would value Twitter at approximately $44 billion. Uh, Musk tried to cancel this deal. They've been fighting him in Twitter about it. Um, The trial to determine the status of the acquisition has been scheduled for October 17th. He is now bringing back the deal. Um, In the 8th, or in the second quarter, they've had an $0.08 cent per share loss in their sales. Uh, they were forecasting a 14%, so it was less than expected. So we, we could see here, we could see Twitter rejected at this point. I don't see that happening. They're, they're pushing hard to make this deal happen, so I don't see them rejecting it. We could see Elon Musk buy the platform and then sell it to someone else. We could see Elon Musk buy the platform and fix it. There have been reports, I can't remember who reported it, so I can't find the source, but I remember reading it, that Elon Musk is planning on bringing on a Blake Masters-style VP, it's the word he used, on his platform, um, onto his leadership team, if he becomes um, the owner. 
uh, Jack Poso tweeted it. Elon Musk stated in his text he wants to let a right-wingers back on Twitter and plans to appoint a Blake Masters type as VP. Um, this is a text from Revolver News. Um, blame the platform for its users. Coordinate pr- pressure campaign. Uh, this, I think, is his text to him. This is one. It will be delegate game of letting back right-wingers back on Twitter and how to navigate that, especially the boss himself, if you're up for that. I would also lay out the standards early, but have someone who has savvy cultural slash political view to be the VP of actual enforcement, a Blake Masters type. Let's go. At, at this point, let's go. Let's go. Blake Masters is the best Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in the nation right now. He is low baggage. He's lo- he's riding low. He's doing fine. He's polling great. I think he's going to take on Mr. Um, Mr. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> Mr. Mark Kelly pretty darn well. And I hope he is the vice president. I mean, if, if the Senate thing doesn't work out, you know, too much fraud in Arizona again, then, then he's got a job. Let's go. He's got a job. All right. Sad news out of Georgia. They are doing everything they can, folks. Every flag they can pull out, every piece they can bring, even if it's not true, they are doing so they can stop the Republican wave and stop the red wave. We began by reporting on Jeremy Majewski's news that he supposedly lied about his service in Afghanistan. Didn't happen. Then he had a DUI in Afghanistan or in Cabal or wherever he was. And they said, yes, that happened. And that was true. Now they're pulling out another string. And I think Jeremy was the template for this. They know he's in a close race. He's about, his congressional race, I'd say, is the closest to any Senate race across the nation. I'd say his congressional race is a smaller scale version of the Georgia Senate race by all scalable metrics, okay? So Herschel Walker, supposedly, reportedly, paid for his girlfriend's abortions. That's that's what a report says. Um, Herschel Walker, who has vehemently opposed abortion rights as the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate in Georgia, paid for an abortion for his girlfriend in 2009. The candidate called the accusation a flat-out lie and said he would sue to the Daily Beast. And I want to talk more about the, the, the response to this story from his family than I do the actual story. Uh, Christian Walker is his son... As we know, um, obviously, sorry, I'm trying to find the clip, and he made like a four-minute compilation of videos talking about his dad. I want to play these. I might break in and react. They have like 60,000 likes. I think he got a check from someone. Let's, t- let's play the clip. I stayed silent as the atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father, Herschel Walker. All right, so, so let's, let's wait. Let's jump in way too close in there, way too far in there. Uh, his, his first tweet about this was every family member every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office because we all knew some of his past every single one he decided to give us a middle finger and air out all of his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it I'm done Uh, a few minutes later I know my mom and I would really appreciate if my father Herschel Walker stopped lying and making a mockery of us 
You're not a family man when you left us to blank. A, bun- a bunch of women threatened to kill us and had to move over six times in six months from running from your violence. I don't care about someone who has a bad past and takes accountability, but how dare you lie and act as though you're some moral Christian upright man. You've lived a life of destroying other people's lives. How dare you? All right, so now we have the four minutes of video from Herschel Walker. Um, uh, I can't talk today. Herschel Walker uh, from Christian Walker, Herschel Walker's gay I Atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father, Herschel Walker, had all these random kids across the country, none of whom he raised. And you know my favorite issue to talk about is father absence. Surprise, because it affected me. That's why I talk about it all the time, because it affected me. Family values people, he has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? I just realized, I don't know if this clip is is, uh, PG or not. I can't remember, so I hope it is. Frankly, uh, we have a warning out there. We'll dump dump it for radio. We'll keep it for the podcast. After lie, after lie, the abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the card. They say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter. He lies about it. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. And so for the right to say I'm being suspicious for saying, hey, I'm, I'm done with the lies, when you all have been calling me saying, is this true about your dad? Gosh, we're not going to win Georgia, this candidate all. That's been you. You have no idea what I've been through in my life. You have no idea what me and my mom have survived. We could have ended this on day one. We haven't. I haven't told any stories. I'm just saying, don't lie. Don't lie on my mom. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're some moral family man. Y'all should care about that, conservatives. And then for people on the left to act as though I'm responsible for all of the things that he has done. I've talked about Father I've, I've talked all these issues because they've been close to me, because they matter to me, because I went through it. That's why I've talked about it. So when you say, well, talk about your dad, I am. I'm saying this behavior is atrocious. Don't come for me. You don't have to like my politics. You don't have to like me. You don't have to. I'm just saying I'm done with the lies. We were told at the beginning of this, he was going to get ahead of his past, hold himself accountable, all of these different things, and that would have been fine. Go ahead. He didn't do any of that. Everything's been a lie. Everything's been downplayed. Everything's been cutting corners. The whole thing. And who, who is, whose expense is that at? Me, my mom, as we're chased down by the media, uh, we're, we're terrorized, all these different things. Uh, uh, people are questioning my authenticity. I'm done. Don't lie. Don't put this on me. You, this is a candidate issue, not a me issue. I wouldn't have spoken out if there weren't all these lies every day. That's the end of that video. It ends just as abruptly as it started. There's another two-minute video we'll play after the break, but I just want to dissect that a little bit. So Herschel or Christian Walker is saying that his father didn't raise him, wasn't in his life, didn't get involved. He was absent. He was out going around doing this and that with other people. I buy that slightly just from what we've heard. This is a problem rooted in the modern-day GOP. And I'm going to say, maybe it's not always the best to prop up celebrities as candidates. Dr. Oz has a shaky past. Um, Herschel Walker has a shaky past because they're celebrities and they haven't lived a life of a politician, of someone who has lived and breath, breathed politics since day one. This is Access Hollywood tapes 
taken to another extreme. I want you to remember all those tapes. Taking to another extreme. Come back to this issue after the break. Red Future Radio Network, GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. Be right back after this. Don't touch that radio dial. We got more to get to right after this. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. And just two more things I have to address, and then I'm done with this buffoonery nutjob land. This is atrocious. People on the right are pulling up that I did a campaign event with my dad last year. They're saying, well, you supported them all last year and all this year. You look suspicious. No, no, no. You all have been calling me saying, why aren't you on the campaign trail with your dad? Why aren't you helping him out? This looks weird. You should go help him. And I've said to you calmly, I'm not getting involved. You don't know my family life. I did one event last year when we were told he was going to get ahead of his past and hold himself accountable. None of that happened. Everything's been a lie. So for me to tell you I'm not getting involved and then you also be flooding my DMs and calling me saying, I didn't know all this about your dad. We're going to lose the Senate race. And then when I simply say I'm done with the lies, you go, well, Christian looks suspicious. Excuse me? I haven't told one story about what I experienced with him. I'm just simply saying, don't lie. And then for for certain political pundits to be pulling up old pictures I posted of my dad, thinking they can police and and determine what my relationship with my dad was, if you want to pull stuff up, I'll pull stuff up. Don't try me. Don't test my authenticity. All of this has been a lie, and you've known it. You've known. So don't you dare. And then to the left, who says, well, he did all this to your mom and you were still with him. And, you know, that's weird. You know nothing about my life. My parents went through a dirty divorce. I went through a lot as a child. And and you don't know anything. You don't know the ebbs and flows of our relationship. Nobody knows anything. So for everyone making these wild theories and whatever, that, that that's crazy. This is about a bunch of lies. Again, I could, if I had an issue with whatever, I could have ended this table. That's not my intention. My intention is don't lie about your life at the expense of me, my mom, and all of the people that you've affected throughout your life. You don't get to pretend you're some moral family guy. You don't get to pretend all these things. Talk policy, talk normal, do not lie. All right, that's the end of the video for that one. Lot to unpack here. I don't think, and I'm looking at this electorally because we're tw- 35 days from an election. We can't go into the depth of this. He's not going to lose the primary. He's not. He's in the primary. He has to win the general. I don't think this is fake. At, when it was first published, I seriously thought it was not a hit job. I thought it was, or I thought it was a hit job. I thought it was trying to make sure he lost. I haven't seen the letter. That Herschel, or I keep calling him Herschel, that Christian is talking about in that video. But if it's true that he actually did this thing, primary target number one in 2028, we cannot risk fractioning the Republican base and the Republican Party this close to the 2022 midterm elections. I I seriously believe that there was probably in some aspects, a, a way involved that this took so long to release. I mean, seriously, it came out 36 days before the election. You can't tell me this wasn't a a, a 
planted story. That doesn't ruin the the authenticity of the story and the importance of the story. So I'm not saying, if you're listening from Georgia, that you need to not vote. I think you need to vote bigly. You need to vote a lot. Get everyone you know to vote. Get everyone you know registered to vote and make sure they vote on November 8th in person with a paper ballot. What I am saying is that this story brings out a more important divide in the party. I'm not saying that I'm anti-MAGA Republican by any means. But why is MAGA Inc. and MAGA Republicans propping up Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker? Because they're celebrities, because they're well-known names, because they'll win us a Senate seat pretty easily. They'll have no competition. They can win right away. When it's all, when there's something negative for them all. I'm not saying I don't like Dr. Oz and I don't like Herschel Walker. I like them both. I have higher levels of respect for both of them. But we're 35 days from an election and they still have, both have major hit pieces coming out every day, it seems. 2024, picking up Senate seats, we have to take more into account than their public, their, their publicity. That has to be the last thing on our mind. We can't prop up people because they're politi- or because they're not politicians. That can't be the only qualification. Carrie Lake was a news anchor. There's her qualification. I like Carrie Lake. I think she's a great candidate. I think she's going to win bigly, and I think that she is a good candidate for Arizona, and I think she'll win. And I think that she has the right backing to do that. Herschel Walker has always been kind of nonchalant on the issues. He's always not talked about them very well. Dr. Oz has been kind of shaky on his issues in the past. But but what I'm trying to get at is just because someone's a celebrity and they identify as Republican when they put their name on the primary ballot doesn't mean they deserve our support. Why have Republican groups pre-primary not done a deep dive into Herschel Walker's past and said and reported on this? You can't tell me The Daily Beast is the only people that knew about this story. You can't tell me that happened. Just because the radical feminist that Herschel Walker had this relationship with just reported it to them, you can't tell me they just found out. They done knew. It was already known. I don't believe Herschel Walker's son, Christian, is telling the truth in every aspect. I'm sorry that his fatherless absent or his, his father being absent affected him. I mean, we knew it did just by looking at him and hearing him, but this isn't the time to fraction the Republican Party, fraction the conservative base. This is not the time. We have to move forward together as a party, as a unit. And even those nonchalant back, uh, sitting back and just voting on Election Day Republicans are still undercounted in polls this is an opinion piece from Mark Weaver, who is a a uh, campaign strategist. Uh-oh, the polls may be undercounting Trump-friendly Republicans again. Really don't think, you really think so, sir? Read any polls lately? A Marist poll published September 21st attracted wide notice for his findings that Senate candidate in Ohio between Republican J.D. Vance, or Senate race in Ohio, and Democrat Tim Ryan is in a dead heat. That's big news in the Buckeye State, which has been solidly Republican for several years, and even bigger news for the midterms when control of the Senate could hinge on a single seat. 
As a Ohio resident and a political strategist who has advised hundreds of campaigns in the state and elsewhere, I was startled to learn that Vance, closely aligned with former President Trump, wouldn't be doing better in a state that Trump won twice by margins of about eight points. A look at the Marist polls, fine print suggested something that should make Democrats nervous. Pollsters might be seriously undercounting the Republican electorate, specifically the working class white voters who were crucial to Trump's electoral excess. It's down to the working class white folks. We can appeal to the black people. We can appeal to the Hispanics. We can appeal to the, I don't know, Asians. But at the end of the day, it comes down to nationwide one Senate seat, whichever Senate seat that may be, and it comes down in these polls to the working class white folks. The people listening to this program, the people that built our industries in this country. It's coming down to them. What caught my attention is the polls details with the information that 45% of respondents had a college degree. A check of the most recent census data indicates that Ohio, in Ohio, 29% of the adult population has a bachelor's degree or higher. Even adjusting for the fact that likely voters tend to be more educated, it's clear that Trump supporters likely to favor Vance were significantly underrepresented. This isn't just a single poll or a single state. I regularly talk with pollsters and campaigns, and I hear a common lament. Trump voters distrust pollsters and the media that reports on the poll results and simply won't participate out of protest or paranoia. Or if they do respond, they might present a problem that has long vexed political pros. Social desirability bias from people answering a poll taker's questions tend to shade their opinions and provide what they perceive as the socially acceptable answer. Uh, the Trafalgar guy, Robert uh, Callahay, I believe his name is, reported on this kind of similarly, where he said that our polls may not be 100% accurate because people aren't answering polls, aren't answering phone calls, aren't answering this information. Let me see it They're here. In 2016, Trump supporters were called deplorables and other unflattering names. This was a major contributor to the shy Trump voter phenomenon that most polling missed when it resulted in a major loss in public confidence for polling flowing the election. In 2020, people who supported Trump or espoused in conservative values out of the step with a woke culture found themselves being canceled or doxxed. This led to hidden voters that most polling undercounted. Now that Biden administration has, a cl- has essentially classified MAGA Republicans as a threat to democracy, marshalling federal law enforcement to focus on them, the move has created a new type of voter that will be even harder to poll or even estimate. So when you look at a poll, this is what I'm getting to whether it be in Georgia with Herschel Walker or Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, whatever poll it may be, add three or four. Just just do it. Republicans are going to win. I don't believe any sort of hit piece from anyone on any side will be enough to stop this at this point. Republicans, the red wave, the issues that matter to voters are the economy, our gas prices, which are up over $4 right now, by the way. That's where we're at in this country, and that's what's going to truly decide the 2022 midterms. 35 days away, make sure you register and make sure you get out and vote on November 8th. It's up to you to make sure this country gets back in reasonable adult hands. My name is GOP Josh, Red Future Radio Network, GOPjosh.com. See you Thursday with a brand new episode with Sandy Smith. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. 